This is the Elliott Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliott. I'm here with Aaron Elliott and Aiden Elliott. We're still in Cape Town. We spent the last week wishing that it was next week, right? Yes. We've been doing this, this countdown like, oh, how many more days do we have before we leave? And now finally we are at the end of the week. We're recording this on Friday and it's broadcasting on, you know, well, whatever podcast do they broadcast, they, yep. po- they post on Saturday and then we're, we're gone. Correct, Amondo. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind, yeah. We have overstayed our welcome here in South Africa, I think. We've been here for two months. That's just too long. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that two months in any place is really a long time. Yeah. I mean, I remember we stayed in Sedona. This was the longest stay we've ever had. We stayed in Sedona for nine months. By the end of that... Uh, we were all ready to get out of there. I mean, we were driving ourselves crazy. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we stayed in some places for way too long. And I'd say it like really depends on the location. But for us, for this particular place, probably about, I don't know, maybe two months too long. But we were having a conversation about the stages that you go through when you're at a destination. You start with the euphoria of being in a new place and then... Oh, and then culture shock and then accepting the culture and then assimilating with it. And after two weeks, you kind of get that culture shock and then maybe two or three weeks after that, you start to try and accept it. And I don't think anyone who's just coming over to a place for tourism reasons should have to experience that. So, you know, if you're going to a place, try not to get into that stage. You know, don't stay there for too long. I, I would say, you know, try not to get past the euphoria stage. If you're in a place and everything is really cool and you're you're just enjoying in that you're in the euphoria stage, uh, that's really the ideal stage to be in for a vacation. But then once you get into the assimilation stage, you know you don't you're not going on vacation to assimilate. You're going just to experience the new new place and um, maybe see some sights. Yeah. So for South Africa, I think two weeks is an ideal amount of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe a week and a half, but. We've, you know, two months is just way, way too long. Way too long. And the only reason why we're doing this is just because we like to write a lot about every place that we go to. And I think now that we've been here for two months, and actually we've been in a lot of other places before uh, this place for a lot longer, we've kind of realized, you know what? Probably if you're writing towards a touristy audience, you know, an audience that's trying to go to places for a vacation, we should probably stay as long as they're going to stay. Yeah, I think a month is about the our limit now. Yeah. I don't think we're going to stay anywhere for more than a month. Yeah, we, and we've, we're just going to skip around. Oh, so we should talk about where our next place is. We are going from here to, we have a couple of days in the winelands of South Africa, of, of the uh, Western Cape, in a place called Parl. Mm. And then we are taking a long overnight flight to... Does anyone want to do the big reveal? Turkey. Turkey. Istanbul. Istanbul. Constantinople. <laughs> Thank Named you. after me. Thank you, Aiden. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be in, I almost said Constantinople. We're going to be in, um, in Istanbul late next week. And mm. I am really excited because I've never been there. And I know you guys haven't either. So we are going to uh, be there for a couple of weeks. And we're going to explore several different parts of the country. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. Are there any parts that you guys are looking forward to in particular? Yeah, I like the part where we go to Turkey. Okay. Uh, that's going to be fun. That's, yes, any part of Turkey, I meant. Um, you know, I think probably the funnest part, other than just going to Turkey, 
would be restarting the Ottoman Empire. I'm going to go to the government right, and ask them about that. Do a little that. conquest while you're there. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. How about you, Aaron? Any places? That's all I know about Turkey. It's the Ottoman Empire. But you know, continue. Yeah, I don't know much about Turkey, unfortunately. So I think that we're just going to have to discover it while we're there. I think that that's mainly because me looking at wiki, uh, what is it, wiki voyage and all of those. It doesn't really say very much. It just, you know, Turkey is a very historical place. I guess it's kind of like going to Rome. It's like, what exactly are you going there for? Oh, you can see the Leaning Tower of Pizza. You can see pizza. Pizza! It's not pizza. pizza! It's not pizza. It's pizza. It's I'm not sorry. in Rome. Rome is not. No, Leaner Pizza. I know it's not in Rome. I'm, I'm going to have to take Italy. you guys to Italy and Italia. show you. Show you. No, it's like, okay. Wait, 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 I'm going to I'm Rome. I'm going to see hands, the Colosseum. Yeah, I think that I, I was trying to, the point I was trying to make is like, you go to Italy and you're like, what do you want to see in Italy? There's a lot to see in Italy, a lot of culture. I think that no one goes there just for one reason. So in that case, oh, I'm that's going to use that answer. to, I'm going to use that to mask my ignorance of Turkey. <laughs> well, and you know, in fairness, I've been the one who has handled most of the planning. Uh, and so you guys don't really, I mean, you've seen the itinerary, but it, you haven't really had a chance to Quite really ambitious. study it. Quite it ambitious. is very ambitious, yes. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to actually talking about that as we go along in this podcast. Um, we should talk, though, about what happens when you get bored, because I think the last week has been really difficult for, for us because we actually, normally we go out and explore, and for the last week we haven't even really gone we haven't left the vna waterfront area um, there's been a couple of reasons why we haven't done that it got really rainy so fall started here and so it was uh you know one day it got very very rainy and you couldn't really walk we did anyway and we got soaked and we said no i'm not going to do that again and then the other thing is just security where that whole walk along the waterfront um to see point, to see point is there's a lot of people there, but there's also, you don't always feel safe. Mm -hmm. So we just decided not to do that. Yeah. And that meant that we were stuck inside this bubble and we were going really stir crazy too. Yeah, I think that that's one of the things is when you stay in a place for way too long, as we have, unfortunately, you start to realize that there's a lot of stuff that you don't want to do. And unfortunately, what that means is that over time, you start limiting yourself more and more and eventually you end up where we are, where basically we only walk in the mall now. Yeah. And we're waiting for, we're just like on looking at the clock going, when do we leave? Yeah, exactly. And, and so we're, yeah. you know, tomorrow is basically our last day here. And I, I think that if you told me that I could leave now, I would pack and I'd be yeah. out of here. But you have a few options to keep yourself busy. Like I like to hit my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, there's also like uh, they have like really uniquely shaped outlets here, so I try to find objects to stick in them. Okay. And it's it's always a surprise when you get a connection. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh -huh. then you could also eat. Uh, you can sleep. But but it's a really a, a good question though is what do you do if you are on vacation or you're traveling and you get really bored with where you are and you say, ooh, you know, I shouldn't have come here. You're listening to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliott, here with Aiden Elliott and Aaron Elliott. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I've been doing is I've been using this experience of boredom to really help me sort of get my life together. And so 
I think that for me, I've been using all this excess time to study and maybe advance my career, do some applications for school. Because, un because surprisingly, my brother is going to end up in graduate school before me because of his pre-planning. Yeah. And so I'm still looking for graduate school. He's not. You know, I will say that I went to graduate school directly out of college. I did not take a break. And I think that it would have probably been a really good idea if I had taken some time off. And uh, you guys did. You've taken six months off, and Aaron will have taken at least nine months off. Before we sign off, I wanted to talk about homesickness because we've had, in our boredom here, we have had several conversations about uh, the fact that we miss being in the United States. We really miss home. Yeah. But then, oddly enough, when we say, well, where's home? We go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just because we've been to so many, we've lived in so many places. So I wanted to ask, when you think of home, where do you think of and what makes you homesick? Oh, I would say one of the things I really love about the U.S. is that you can go anywhere you want in the U.S. You can drive anywhere. I love driving through the United States. I love the fact that, you know, if you don't like where you are, you're probably less than an hour away from another place that's equally interesting. It is a little bit isolating when you don't have a car, don't know how to drive. Mm. Now, another thing that I like is also that in the United States, there are just certain traditions that they you, you sort of take them for granted uh, when they're there, but when they're not there, you really feel it. Like, for example, a good farmer's market. Now, when we were in Portugal, there was like, there's no such thing. But, you know, here in South Africa, I real, uh, we realized that there was a farmer's market and it has been one of the highlights of our week. Like every not week. Not the highlight. <laughs> if not the highlight, yeah. exactly. They got good peanut butter smoothies. Yeah. And bows and samosas and yep. pizza. Oh my God, the Napolitan? Neapolitan. Neapolitan. I can't believe I forgot that because we would go to Prado's all the time in Orlando, which has the best, if you don't know, the best Neapolitan pizza in Orlando. Sidetracked a little bit, but oh my goodness, that Neapolitan pizza at that market was a highlight. Now, I'm glad you mentioned the food because I think that when I think of being back in the States, I think of some of the very best meals that we've had. Like when we were in Sedona, we had a couple of places that we always went to. Pisa Lisa. There was yes, there's a place oh called Pisa Lisa that Lisa. made really good, and also Neapolitan pizza. So they had that oven where they, it would just be made very quickly. And we would have it with the kombucha. And there, yes, yes at, from the farmers from market, the farmer's there was some market. kombucha. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Alinka. Alinka. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that was so. Those were such good memories. And then we would hike on. Um, what was it called? It was the one yes, that had teacup. Teacup, yeah. There were there yeah. was an infinite ways to get up to the top that weren't the main trail. It was amazing. You and your sister would walk up there all the time, and we would join you sometimes. Yeah. It was that was a lot of fun, even though we were in Sedona for a long time. And I should say the reason that we were in Sedona for that that long was because it, we had COVID nineteen this terrible pandemic going on, and yes. I wanted to keep you guys as safe as possible. So we, but we did uh, take a couple of trips into Phoenix. We spent some weekends in Phoenix while we were there, and we took some road trips too. We went up to Flagstaff and things like that. But yeah. it was a fairly quiet uh, eight or nine months for us. And then we did a road trip that uh, started exactly one year ago, where we went all the way around the United States, dropped your sister off in New York, and then kept going. Or maybe she dropped herself off anyway. Uh, but, <laughs> but I have to say, I have to say. 
Another really fun experience we had in terms of food, one of the things that I really miss is, of course, bread. Now, European bread is good, but in the United States, we take it for granted that we even have good bread. Like, you're not going to find, if you, if you like Ezekiel bread, you're not gonna find Ezekiel bread here. It's like, screw that, no. I, most places, they, they're not at the same level at the United States. There's a place in Spokane where our uncle is called the Grain Shed. The Grain Shed, And yeah. the Grain Shed has the very best bread ever. And no one can argue that. Yeah. Even I likes that bread. I love the bread mm. there. And it's so sad that you have to mm. walk through like a layer of crackheads to get to it. No, you don't. You don't. No, because no, you, no, you don't it's, have to do that. It's, a, it's very weird. If you take the shortcut, you have to take walk through a bad part I, yeah, of town. But if you but, go the long way, you don't. But I'm lazy. That's the only, that's the only route I take. But it's so <laughs> weird in, in Spokane because there's very specific areas where you find very interesting personalities and then everywhere else it is squeaky clean and sadly to get to certain places that are very good like have really great food and also if you're lazy and you, you want to take the shortcut you got to pass through those areas yeah well I, I have to say the walk to Grand Shed was worth it every time if you go early in the morning the bread is still warm and then you can you can kind of get uh, get it in a bag and take it back and it's still warm when you get home. Yeah. Yes. Which is, that's the way to eat bread. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the grain shed, if you take our advice, make sure to get it with seeds, not without seeds, because mm. the seeds yeah. make it taste like they added bacon to it. Oh yeah, and also, they also can, they can make that bread into avocado toast. We would eat that on the way oh, back. Oh yes, the avocado toast they had was very good, or the, as yeah. they would call it here in South Africa, avo toast. Yes. So anyway, we've had some real uh, kind of retrospective moments in the last um, week or so. And I think that's what happens when you get bored and, and anxious to leave. And now we're on our way out. And I have to say, the one thing that I've, that's been on my mind a lot is just the normal pre-trip anxiety. Like in the last 24 hours, I've started to feel a little bit more nervous about getting out and, you know, will everything, will we still have a room where we're going? Are they gonna know who we are? Um, can we get a ride to the to the next hotel? Is the plane going to take off on time? This is little things that you can't control. It's not possible to control them, but you worry about them because you, that's just what you do. You worry. Yeah, I think that uh, there are things that, of course, you're going to worry about. Like I was scouring through the house yesterday trying to find our uh, our bags. We had lost two bags, and then I found them because they had just been misplaced. But basically, there are things like that, like, am I going to remember everything that I brought with me? Have I acquired too many things? Uh, while we were here, we've acquired quite, quite many bags. Um, there's this grocery store called Woolworths, and every time we went there... Oh, those bags are staying here. Yeah. There's no way we're taking us, those. They gave us these bags. Well, we had to buy them. We yeah. had to buy them. We also have yeah. sockets. We've got these adapters here that. We uh, I'm not bringing those. No. 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 Like we, we, I don't think we, we never have to use them, them again. Uh, no. Well, those are actually those will work with European. I think I might take one or two. Oh no, no, not those no, adapters. No, not those I'm ones. talking about the ones for the uh, South Africa. Sorry, we're looking oh, at yeah, no. multiple different yeah, right. uh, adapters here. <laughs> yeah, no, those right. ones we're gonna yeah. we're gonna keep with us. But you people know, people keep sending us adapters. Uh, or we keep buying them. We had to buy a couple of them here. Yeah. Anyway, we're excited about going, and I'm excited about next week because things are going to start picking up for us, and we will have a lot of new things to report from Parle and then from Istanbul. I'm Christopher Elliott, and I'm so glad that you listened to this podcast, Elliott Confidential, with 
Aiden Elliott and Aaron Elliott. Have a great week, everyone. Yes, have a great week. Love you.